Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of RC Stuff, powered by Hobbywing. My name is Charlie Sawanka, and I'm here alongside with two-time DRL world champion, Jordan Jet Temkin. Jordan, how are you this evening? Oh, Jordan is not here tonight, unfortunately. Due to circumstances beyond our control, Jordan is not able to join me for this evening's podcast. So, I will carry on uninhibited, regardless of the fun that we're about to have. I have made a list of things, as many of us are become used to, is my list of things that we need to discuss. And number one on that list is events and I'm super excited because next week I get to go on the road once again and attend a drone event, Mayhem. The 12 Hours of Mayhem is happening, and I've chatted with Shannon, the organizer, and I get to do a bit of announcing. I'll be able to be there supporting the hobbying team in many ways, but the main thing is, is I get to go out and cover an event once again. So the Charlie Show... RC stuff will be on hand, and Jordan has confirmed that he is also attending, so hopefully we'll be able to catch up with Jordan with some uh, face-to-face live podcasts as well. More exciting news on the event front, TDS is back, and I, 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 when I wrote the list down, I wrote it down with TDS is back, and I made it all capital letters, B-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-C-K. TDS is back, because I'm super excited. June 4th through the 6th in Grass Valley, California, the Sanchez family came up with an event years ago with the help of Mr. Weir, our royal RC highness, that they had this piece of property that had, um, well, a lot of potential. It was steep. It was full of a lot of uh, unfriendly foliage. So they cut trails into this thing, and eventually this became uh, TDS. And TDS stands for the Dirty Sanchez, which it turns out is a very unmarketable name in the bigger picture of things so they now call it the tds enduro and it is a really good time it's going to happen and i'm going to be there hobby wing is going to be a very big part of this in the effect that i have had some of my best charlie show experiences have been at the the tds so i'm super excited that that is back and the sanchez family is bringing the nerd compound back they have in addition to this being an awesome uh, mountain bike race, there's an RC car racetrack that's there. That's kind of, I don't know if I want to say a simplified RC car racetrack, but it's a, a very easy to race on, have a good time RC car track. They have a rock crawling area for scalers. And if everything goes my way, we're going to have a ton of RC cars there that everybody be everybody will be able to drive and have a good time with. So it, it should be awesome. Um, that is happening, like I said, June uh, 4th through the 6th, Grass Valley, California. Look it up on the old uh, interwebs there, T 
TDS Enduro is the official name of the event, and they have a Facebook, they have an Instagram, they have all of that, and it's all listed as TDS Enduro, so check it out. Also very excited to find out that ProLine's event in Horseman Center, that's in Apple Valley, California, is back. ProLine by the Fire is September 24th, I think through the 26th, if I'm not mistaken, and that is a fantastic event. You get two days of kind of unlimited RC fun with camping, some awesome rocks, some awesome trails. They have they do a, a great job of uh, covering food and the basic uh, amenities, I guess, if you will, of a camping venue for uh, California these days. And I'm very much looking forward to getting out to Proline by the Fire to see all my good rock crawl friends and get up on those rocks. Because Horseman Center is a very cool location. They have, it's it's um, one of them state parks, city parks type of deals where they have not only uh, a great venue in the fact that they're backed up to this sweet desert, but there's a bunch of other stuff that they have there um, in a horse arena and great camping facilities. And inside of your normal place where you're allowed to be, Tons of great rocks to crawl on, so the venue ProLine is able to set up all this cool, cool stuff that's right inside the camping area. And then when you get into the trail side of things and getting outside of the camping area, you have these awesome rocks and terrain and all this really cool, fun stuff to get into that is uh, kind of, I don't know, really like brings you to the reality of uh, getting your... Your, your silly RC trucks out on the trail. So it's, 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 it's a ton of fun. Um, so event stuff, we got uh, Mayhem, TDS, Proline by the Fire. That's coming up, uh, scheduled for sure. And I am working on confirming the details for the event for uh, drone racing in Texas as well. So we're going to get some information for that confirmed before too much longer. Um. We also have, don't forget, uh, if you are a fan of the show, you already know that you can get involved in winning some free RC stuff. All you have to do is send us an email with your name, your address, and it helps a little bit if you let us know what kind of RC stuff you're into. But the email address is rcstuff at hobbywing.com. Name, address, contact information. And in the subject line, you want to put free RC stuff because that's what this is all about. We give uh, prizes every single episode, and we do have winners coming up before too much longer here. I got a, a handful of things on my list here to cover, and we'll get down to the fun stuff when we cover this episode's free RC stuff winner. Um, moving forward, let's look at uh, – we usually talk to Jordan – about all the cool things that he's gotten into and far as far as like drone coverage. But lucky for me, I was able to get out and do a little bit of fake pro drone piloting that I was have been living this dream of learning to ride wheelies on my motorcycle. We've talked about it a little bit here and there, but I haven't been able to actually get down and 
ride my bike enough to learn wheelies. And I've been trying to get my drone out and get to the stunt lot with the, the wheelie guys in the area and kind of at least for a minimum get some RC coverage on that. So I finally was able to bring my drone stuff out and go and fly at the stunt lot. And it was pretty awesome. My last episode of the Charlie show has some pretty good coverage of that. And my pro tip, my downfall, my mistake, my rookie maneuver was that I did not spend enough time making sure that my HD camera and my FPV camera were the same angle. So... I had a lot of really awesome shots in the FPV that did not come out in the HD or the GoPro footage because of uh, the, the simple fact that I didn't double check, triple check, all of that stuff, that it stayed the same. There was contact with the ground. There was you know, a bunch, a bunch of things that happened th- throughout the day of flying with these guys that change of battery packs, checking the camera, all that, that... You just got to quadruple, triple check that angles are the right are, are the same. Because I, I, lo- I lost, I would say, more than half of my shots uh, on the day. And it was it was a super bummer. So, But otherwise, the big thing was there were so many things to keep track of. Like all the soft targets. Because you're flying around people that are on motorcycles. So, sure, they have helmets on. They have, you know, motorcycle jackets and gloves and all that. But you're still not trying to run into everybody with your spinning knives. I basically flew my normal uh, five-inch freestyle rig. And in the beginning, I went and told one of the main, you know, group kind of dudes that I knew, like, hey, let these guys know they don't have to try to not run over the copter to, you know, like, don't crash your motorcycle to not hit my copter is what I was trying to express to these guys. And they're like, they were as concerned about crashing into my copter as I was in about in, about crashing into them. So it was interesting to have that that sort of you know little bit of balance, so to speak, and uh, interaction with these guys early on. And the, the dude that I chatted with, his thing was like, "You tell them that. I'm not trying to tell them to run into your copter. You have a GoPro on there. They they all had some sort of appreciation for that. And it wasn't just that. They had these guys were very talented. The, these, um, uh, the Bay Area Goonies, I don't, I don't want to say stunt squad cause that sounds kind of lame, but these dudes are a, a group of guys that have been riding motorcycles together for a very long time. And they have a lot of motorcycle control. So if something were to happen, they wouldn't have a problem like zigzagging and maneuvering around the, the copter is, is what it turned into. So, uh, it was a very good experience for me as far as uh, flying with people, all of the, the moving targets and keeping an eye and getting the shot because you're kind of you're, you're trying to track the target that you you want the shot of. And in the meantime, you're looking in the peripherals of everything that you have in your FPV to try to see if anybody's coming around beside you or if someone's stopping and you're catching up to a rider or whatever the all, all of these variables that start to happen. So there was much, much more going on than I ever anticipated. And it was nice to get into a a practice environment where this was happening. So that if I get into a moment where I can jump in and fly with, I don't know, the big show, whatever the case may be, I have a little bit of experience. So it was, it was very awesome. So 
Shout out to um, uh, the Barrier Goonie Squad and more accurately, Alex underscore 925 because it was his birthday celebration. So had a great time. And like I said, in the most recent Charlie Show episode that's on the YouTubes there on Hobby Wing Official's YouTube page, please uh, check out that one because it was, it was a real good time if you want to see what happened. Uh, we are moving through a little bit of things, stuff, and what have you. And I have, like I said, a list, and I want to talk about five things about timing. And this refers to not just, um, this refers to specifically, I guess you'd say, ESC and motor timing. And I have five topics here. Total timing, less is more, turbo, boost, and the end bell slash mechanical timing. Item number one, uh, total timing. A lot of folks, when we're working with the timing settings that are in our speed controls, we have to take into account the total amount of timing that is there. And that infers the speed controls electronic timing as well as the motor's mechanical timing. This doesn't just apply to the drag racing world. It applies to all things. And it can be somewhat misleading at times. And the biggest danger zone that we run into lately has been the drag racing world because the total timing can create failures and problems. So you need to look at the fact that your end bell timing or your mechanical timing, your speed control timing, whether it be uh, turbo or boost or just regular timing settings, they all start to add together for what you have as your total timing amount. So if you have just for a simple example, uh, 10 degrees of end bell timing, 20 degrees of boost timing, and 20 degrees of turbo timing, that's a total of 50 degrees of electronic time, uh, electronic and mechanical timing altogether. So they all add together, if that makes sense. Uh, item number two, less is more when it comes to timing. For me, I like to use less timing before I use more and work with gearing changes before I do anything else. And sometimes that can be a little counterproductive, but it allows you to work on the motor and vehicle setup before you work on the electronic magic, if you will. So for the most part, end bell timing, less timing, and less electronic timing, if you run zero electronic timing, meaning no turbo and no boost, and you run uh, lower end bell timing on the motor, that is going to be beneficial. That's what I mean by less is more. Because it's going to be easier to work with, safer, if you will. Um, in the, the number three item is turbo, number four item is boost, and number five item is end bell uh, or mechanical timing, and these these are all items that are kind of related. So, uh, first thing applies directly to hobby wing speed controls, and that's turbo boost. And turbo is the type of electronic timing that the speed control has available for it, and it is adjustable in a couple different ways. In that it applies after you apply full throttle. So. Turbo is kind of the safest, most simple way to add electronic timing to your motor because it only applies after the motor's at full throttle. So if you're 
driving your vehicle around like a normal situation, you're only getting timing after you're at full throttle, which is usually when you're, you know, getting into it, so to speak. And for drag racing applications, um, you, you're not worried about how quickly you pull the trigger or what load it's under. It only gives it the timing once you're at full throttle. So turbo on hobby wing speed controls has a couple adjustments and it's the increase rate, the delay, the amount of timing, and the decrease rate. And these are all affecting how it applies these timings. The, 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 the timing amount is obvious. That's how much timing you're giving it in an amount of degrees. So the more uh, a timing amount is, the more amount of um, advance you're going to give it or more aggressive it's going to be, so to speak. The delay is how long after full throttle it applies that turbo, and the increase rate is how quickly it dumps that timing in. So the higher that increase rate is, the safer it is, and the slower that, uh, or the, I'm sorry, the higher that delay is, the longer that delay is, the safer it is as well. So you want to creep in on those timing settings when you're trying to like maximize things or use it, so to speak. So you don't want to turn it all the way up. You want to start on the low setting and kind of work your way up, so to speak. And the end belt timing as well as the turbo timing add together. So that gives you a total timing amount. And you never really want to be more than 45 or 50 degrees to be safe. 60 degrees is a lot of timing. So if you can keep your total timing amount lower than, I don't know, 45 total degrees, it's a little bit safer. So that's why it's great to turn your end while timing down so that you get a little more wiggle room when it comes to the electronic tuning, tuning so to speak. So, so now, next up is boost. And uh, the boost is also electronic timing, but it allows you to adjust it through RPM ranges. So you have to have a little bit more understanding on the RPM that your motor is going to use. So you can set a start RPM and a finish RPM, and you can set a total amount of boost that's applied there. The boost and the turbo are essentially the, 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 the same thing. You just have different ways to control how they get applied to the motor. So uh, boost timing, let's say we have a four and a half turn motor and you tell the start RPM to be 20,000 RPM, and you tell the finish RPM to be 60,000 RPM, and you tell it to, to give it 30 degrees of timing, or, or 30 degrees of boost. So it's gonna start at that start RPM and then apply the amount of timing evenly across that RPM range from the start RPM to the finish RPM. And that's gonna give that boost timing. So what I have found or from working with not just drag race folks but other folks is that boost timing is the maybe the trickiest one to use for a number of reasons because you have to know the RPM and that can be a little misleading and you can use the data logging features of your speed controls to look at what RPMs you're dealing with and you basically kind of use boost as your uh, fine-tuning area that you add in the boost at the top RPM of everything in very small amounts so you'll say let's say for example you do a data log run and the, the, the speed control says that the 
it goes down the end of the run at 30,000 RPM. So you want to try to get a little more out of that because you've maximized your end belt timing, you maximize your turbo stuff, and you want to try to use a little bit extra. So you, you take your boost and you say, all right, so when the motor hits 30,000 RPM, I want to try to apply a little bit more timing to that to see if I can get it squeezed a little bit more. So I'll say that my start RPM would be 28,000 RPM and my finish RPM would be 35,000 RPM and I'm going to apply, mm, let's say, 5 degrees of timing for this, for this scenario to, just for the sake of conversation. And that way, next time you go run down and make that same run, it when it gets to the very top end of what it was maximized out before, if it's able to accelerate through that RPM range, it's going to apply a little more timing and, and give you more power. So that is the long description of how kind of kind of boost works, if that hopefully makes any sense. And then uh, item number five on things about timing is the end bell or the mechanical timing. And the end bell timing is on the motor itself. There is an end bell adjustment where you can usually turn it up or down. Some motors do not have adjustable timing. The Just Sock series, there's some locked end bell timing motors and stuff like that. But in the tunable world, spec racing, model racing world, there's end bell timing. And that comes into effect the same way that a pinion gear does is that when I get in a tuning, I like to turn the end bell timing down because it gives you something a little bit more to work with, a little wider range. And for the most part, lower end bell timing on the motor is going to be a little bit safer. So it's always a good thing. Um, and the lower mechanical end belt timing you have, the more electronic timing you have to work with. So you can use that a little bit more. One of the big things that I run into is that the, and we, we talked about this a little bit before, the total timing situation, that the end belt timing, the turbo timing, the boost timing, all these things all add together for your total timing, and you never really want more than like, I don't know, 50 to 60 degrees. We, we've bounced around on a number a little bit quick because it really kind of does depend on the, the motor itself, the load, and the stuff like that. So it can be somewhat misleading at times for how much total timing you can you can have but for the most part 60 degrees is your your magical engineering number specs if you will so um end belt timing is probably one of the more direct ratios of that to, to look out for so the lower your end belt timing is on your motor the safer you're going to be overall much like smaller pinion gear so well we'll move on to the rest of Ah, uh, so now we have reached, I have rambled on for much longer than I thought was possible all by myself, and I'm hoping that I haven't bored you all to death or made no sense whatsoever. If so, I would appreciate it if you would send us an email, rcstuff at hobbywing.com, and let me know that Charlie made no sense when he was all by himself without Jordan. <laughs> But we have gotten to the point where we need to give away some free RC stuff. And our winner this week from Coronado, California, Stephen Haywood. Stephen, uh, keep an eye on your email inbox. We will be sending you an email shortly with the details on your Hobby Wing prize package. 
you will be receiving a max six combo with the 1650 kv motor as well as a hobby wing prize package full of uh, shirts hats all that fun stuff decals and much the like and if you folks want to get involved on some free rc stuff please do not hesitate all you have to do is send us an email rc stuff at hobbywing.com include your name your address your email your phone number and in the subject line, put free RC stuff, and we will get you signed up ASAP. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this edition of the, I guess, the Charlie Solo of RC Stuff brought to you by Hobbywing. We, we thank you all, and don't forget to shoot us an email. Let us know how you feel about, well, not just this episode, but all of the episodes by uh, rcstuff at hobbywing.com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you all next time.